Threads is the new Twitter rival in the social media landscape. According to its CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, 30 million people signed up for the platform on its first day. Elon Musk has already threatened legal action and a cage fight too, I think. But what is the platform like to use? Do we need another social media platform? Stuart Simon Lund is reported the spin-off. He's here to give us a review. Hi, Stuart. Hello, thanks for having me on. Great to have you on the show. Um, let's talk about Twitter. Are you a big Twitter user? Yeah, I love Twitter. I've loved it most of its lifetime. But uh, like a lot of people out there, have been starting to feel like it's crumbling a little bit under uh, Elon Musk. So that's why there's been a bunch of sort of carbon copies pop up um, over the past few months. What's the best stuff about Twitter? What's the worst stuff? I think what Twitter did really well and tries still to do really well is, is that immediacy. So if there's a, you know, a breaking news event, which is obviously relevant to those of us in the media, Twitter is so quick to jump on with what you need to know, reactions to it, people talking about it. It's that, you know, it's that micro-blogging thing. It's like it, it, it's, it's in real time. For a long time there, there was a cap on how many words you or how many characters you could put onto Twitter. So it's very speedy and very quick in a way that Facebook or Instagram, other platforms like that aren't. They're more about, you know, thinking thinking more about what you want to say, putting out a more longer message. Twitter is very speedy, very quick, and I think that's what's always um, made it so appealing. And the downside? Well, <laughs> I mean, the downside I find is that I end up being glued to it probably more than my <laughs> place would like me to be because of that fact that you can kind of see what is happening in New Zealand and around the world in real time and so it makes it um, makes it quite addictive. Yeah you mentioned that the Twitter experience might have changed somewhat since Elon Musk I must say as a browser of Twitter I haven't noticed much difference but um, what have you seen or what do people talk about? Well the first thing I noticed was when they expanded the uh, you know, the, the character limit out to the point where you, now you can pretty much post essays as a tweet, which doesn't seem to make sense when you think about what Twitter is best known for. Mm-hmm. In recent days, one of the things that has been really problematic is that Elon Musk has implemented a limit on the number of tweets that users can actually see every day unless you subscribe to the premium offering, which, of course, costs money. So it means that if you are on Twitter a lot, quite often your account will effectively stop working halfway through the day. That sounds like it might be good news for you, Stuart. <laughs> well, I actually haven't reached that limit, so I must not be on there as much as I think I am. I guess but, not. Know, it, it means that you basically can't, you, you stop being able to see any content, which sort of defeats the purpose unless you're prepared to cough up for money. And the other thing has been the fact that uh, there was a, there's now a requirement if you want a verified blue tick to pay for one which defeats the purpose of the blue tick because it's meant to show real accounts, celebrities or, or figures of importance. And so now you can go on and basically, I mean, they, they try and stop people impersonating people, but they can't always. And so you can go on there and see someone that's paid for a blue tick and looks like they're a real person spouting stuff that's actually not real. Yeah. Um, so I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, where is the opportunity for a new platform? Twitter has a few faults, has a lot of people on there. Um, I would probably add that it's it's not really a platform for normal people. Like the people who tend to have the highest profile there are either the, um, 
you know, the the famous or the very angry or, you know, people with quite extreme views one side or the other, um, might that be an opportunity for threads where you, somewhere that you can share thoughts via text um, and maybe avoid some of the extremes of Twitter? I think at this point when there are, I mean, there's still, like you said, 30 million people on there, so it's not a small place at the moment, but it's smaller than... Twitter. So at the moment, it seems to be quite a positive environment in a way that Twitter is increasingly becoming more and more negative. But at the same time, it is trying to replicate the Twitter experience. So I think inevitably it's going to become more a place where those varying different views, whether you agree or disagree, whether they're positive or negative, start to flood on there at some point, even if they're, yeah. they're not there, you know, and rise to the top to launch. Yeah. yeah. So, so sorry, exactly. I skipped a question there. What were, what were your first impressions of this news platform threads when you, when you gave it a go? Yeah. So, I mean, it's come from Meta who own Instagram and Facebook. So it's a very sleek user experience. It's sort of vibrant white. It looks really, I think, quite attractive. It's, pretty similar to Twitter in terms of how it looks, but it's, it's sort of more like a scaled-back version of Twitter. It doesn't have a lot of the same functionality that Twitter does. It's pretty much just your news feed and, you know, the section where you send your, your, your thread messages, your tweets, basically. And I think that that's the sort of instant downside to it is that you can't send direct messages yet. There's no trending Sections, so you can't see what people are talking about. It instantly clips through to a particular topic, so it's 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 basically a very it's a very attractive looking platform, but it is at the stage a very basic one. And we, did you choose a bunch of people to follow? Did you auto follow people? What are you who are you seeing? Yeah, so that's it's it's very algorithmic at this point. So you can import your followers from Instagram. It's a very it's very tightly intertwined with Instagram. You need an Instagram account to sign up to Threads. So you know, I, I clicked and said I want to follow basically everyone that I follow on Instagram. And yet, when I go through to my news feed, a lot of the people popping up at first it's slightly better now, a day on, and it'll probably improve. But at least at first, a lot of the accounts I was seeing where people I didn't know or had no, you know, had never encountered, didn't even know who they were, whether they were famous or not. And so that was slightly confusing because there's no, you know, there's no trending feed, like I said, at the moment. So I didn't know why I was seeing these people. They, they all seemed fairly disparate. And I think that's it's quite impersonal in a way that Twitter is at least used to be quite curated to what you were personally interested in and who you follow. So it's, it's very algorithmic. There's no way at this point to, to just, see a feed in chronological order of the people that you follow, which is increasingly what Twitter is becoming as well. It's now based, the default feed on Twitter is also algorithmic and is also giving you what it thinks you want to see. Uh, I was finding, I found my first day on threads that most of the accounts I was encountering in that feed were people I'd chosen to follow. Someone asks on text, whatever were they thinking calling it threads? I don't think it's such a bad name. I do think of a thread as a kind of a Twitter term. It's um, an old term they use for when someone puts a few tweets, a few thoughts in a row. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's what they're playing on. They're, they're, they're trying to lure in Twitter users through a, a an understood expression, I guess. Um, like I was saying before, though, Twitter now allows you to post hundreds of words in a line, so you don't actually really need to thread on Twitter anymore. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely what they're going for. Did you have a go at Mastodon? <laughs> for a while there when people were leaving Twitter, they were talking about going to Mastodon. I never gave it a go, but um, it didn't really take off, did it? 
No, I didn't go on to Mastodon. There's also Blue Sky, which is another Twitter knockoff that's actually got the involvement of Jack Dorsey, who used to be the boss of oh, Twitter. Yeah. They're also, yeah, they're basically carbon copies. I think what sets Instagram's threads aside or sets it above those is the fact that it is so tightly intertwined with a platform that has billions yeah. of users and it is so easy to, to port yourself across from one to the other. So it, with something like Mastodon, it was starting from scratch. People were willingly having to choose to use that platform, whereas Threads, you can download the app, click, you know, import my profile, and you're on there straight away. So potentially there could be billions of people using Threads, which would make it, you know, one of the top ten most used platforms very quickly in a way that platforms like Mastodon and Blue Sky never really had a chance to get to that level unless there was the positive word of mouth that there never really was. Stuart, is it going to work? I don't know. I, th- I mean, the, the fact that it's already so popular, and of course there's a sort of initial buzz, that's, that was always going to happen. But that's, the, the, I guess, the positive. If Twitter continues to crumble and more people continue to join threads, it could potentially replace it in the, in the fact that it offers a very similar service but with less flaws. But at the same time, it's linked to Instagram, which is a very different platform to Twitter. People on Instagram are not necessarily Twitter people. Putting them across to a platform that's trying to offer what Twitter does might not actually work. I think it will depend on whether it becomes big enough and enough people leave Twitter for it to actually take off. Also, just an important note, that at the moment you can only deactivate your Threads account if you also deactivate your Instagram. So there's been a few concerns from people about whether they even want to sign up in the first Ah. place because you're basically going to be stuck on there. Yeah, right. So you can't just kind of download the app and give it a go for a bit and then uh, get rid of it again once you're in, you're in. Yeah, and a lot of people have been doing that and then finding, oh, actually, yes, you can delete your, the content you've been sharing, but your account's going to be there um, you know, forever, potentially, although I believe that the, the boss of Instagram has been saying that they're looking at a way of allowing you to leave one pl- platform without the other, but um, not at this point. Yeah. Um, really appreciate your analysis, Stuart. See you on there, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's just wait and see how this thing shakes yeah, down, OK? Hello. Stuart Simon Lund from the spin-off taking an early look at this new social media platform called Threads.